This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy hump day, everybody. We are straddling the hump. We are getting over it together. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Good morning. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. You guys, he's back. I am back. We're so glad to have Tan you back. And warm. What happened? Well, it got cold here. God, it's going to snow today, you guys. We're not saying the S word yet. Snow. We're not saying the S word. But what we are doing is we're going to hear the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Have you seen this viral video? Of this American tourist who went hang gliding in Switzerland and the instructor apparently forgot to strap him in. And he somehow was able to hang on for two minutes and 14 seconds until they landed. Um, He did end up getting injured in the process. However, he did literally hang on. For dear life. Here's the audio from this viral video. Okay. Look at, oh, and then he realizes he's not strapped in. Oh, God, that would be terrifying. And then he has to hang on, and he's literally hanging, hanging from the hang glider over the earth. How high were they, do you know? Uh, Well, they were, let me see, hold on, let me see if I can get... Well, they they went hang gliding off a four thousand foot mountain edge. So, oh my god, that's insane! You know, four thousand feet. Yeah, at I feel some like point, I would do I, everything in my powers to stay attached. Two minutes yeah. and fourteen seconds. He ended up here's here were the injuries. He ended up tearing his left bicep. Ooh, he broke his right wow. wrist. Wrist, sorry, and he he needed a titanium plate and four screws. Oh. But he lived. Just because he held on. And does the the instructor, like, what what happened? I mean, I feel like there's a lawsuit happening. You know, that I don't know. I've only seen the video. Um, I I have not. And and that's, you know, that's what has been shared on, on, you know, on social media. Um, It was just posted on the 26th. So just a couple days ago. Um, And I don't know what the what the update is yet on it. But. Can you believe that? No, that's terrifying. I would die. He's lived to Literally tell the story. Live to die. <laughs> I know. Is that insane? Ah, all right. So if you go hang gliding, 
Just yeah, that's why I don't sure do things like that. In. I'm not doing things like that because my life is worth like I'm willing to risk my life for some things in my life. Um, a joyful glide uh, hang gliding experience is not one of them, nor is a bungee jump, nor is a parachute jump. I don't need to bring that sort of risk. No, thanks. Into my life. Thank you. No, thanks. He did say, though, he will go hang gliding again. Yeah. Uh, he did not get oh, to God. enjoy his okay. first flight. And so he'll do it again. OK. Mm-hmm. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. In other viral video news, this one is another one that's uh, being shared. Uh, This is a video that was shot on April 23rd of 2017. The reason that we're paying attention to it now is because it has just been released. Um, This is a story from 2017. You may recall uh, the forest fires, the wildfire that spread in Arizona uh, in 2017 in the middle of Green Valley, Arizona. Uh, And we now know that it was started by a gender reveal. What? I know that sounds crazy, right? Yeah, I don't. What is it? Well, what was happening here was that uh, an off-duty Border Patrol agent was doing a elaborate gender reveal where they were going to uh they were using an explosive target where they would shoot a high powered rifle at the target and then when the target exploded it would either explode pink for a girl or blue for a boy yeah which this is totally common now right <clears throat> everybody does these gender reveals and they're increasingly more bizarre in their execution right everybody does gender reveals the exploding kind that then end up setting forest fires maybe is slightly more rare. Uh, It turns out it was a boy, uh, but now it's a very expensive boy because this off-duty Border Patrol agent has to pay $8 million in restitution because this wildfire ended up burning 47,000 acres of a national forest in Tucson. Here is that gender reveal video. Start packing up. What does that mean? Start packing up. It means everything's on fire. Oh, God. We gotta go. So it just started from, like, was it a failed launch or something? No, it was a, it was a, it launched perfectly. Uh, it just exploded and set the dry, oh, all of the dry uh, brush around it on yeah. fire. And then it ended up spreading. And like I said, it ended up uh, creating a wildfire that burned 47,000 acres of the national forest. In Tucson, eight million dollars of damage. <sighs> That's insane. Yes, and so and this, does that person have to pay? Did you say this off-duty, uh, this off-duty border patrol agent? Uh, his last name is Dickey. He uh, Dennis Dickey is his name. <laughs> oh, Dennis Dickey uh, is oh, responsible now for eight million dollars in wow. restitution, starting with an initial payment of one hundred thousand dollars and monthly payments oh, my God. thereafter. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that that he felt horrible. Right. Um, But let that be a lesson to anybody who does not, because I'm sure there were sort of uh, warnings like don't be exploding things near all this dry brush. Like, I'm sure this was not a, you know, well, he did say experience repeatedly. He did say that the fire was a complete accident. He repeatedly told the judge that Um, and he did immediately report the fire to law enforcement and he did cooperate with the investigation uh, and he did admit that he was the one that started the blaze. However, um, regardless of all of that, the amount of damage that it did uh, now as part of his plea agreement, Dickey, who was responsible for this gigantic 
wildfire that was started by a gender gender reveal video. Yeah. Um, he will make a public service announcement with the Forest Service about the cause of the wildfire. <sighs> the t- the blue puffs uh, in the video would indicate that the baby was a boy. Well, so. at least they learned. Well, I know. mean, you know, you learn e- either way. At some eventually, point, sure. Eventually, nine you do in. find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. And here it is. Right here. We have a ghost in the machine. Yay! Number one! <laughs> okay, so here's the thing that you need to hear. The, the number three, actually. We're doing the number three thing of the three things you need to know to get about your day here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. The last one is you guys talked a little bit about this yesterday, I think. That Red Table Diary, um, of course, Will and Jada uh, Smith have had, well, it's really, I think it's more really Jada Pinkett Smith's Red uh, Table, Table Talk on Facebook, her mm-hmm. series. She seems to lead it. Um, but they both talked about divorce. There's one particular clip, if audio uh, is currently working, that we can listen to. One piece of that. Uh, that I don't think you guys touched on yesterday, but I would love us to hear. Mm-hmm. So what's weird about that is like she's just talking about herself. But within that, it's it's presented in such a way, the way she presents this, like I'm Im- too immature to get divorced. I'm too mature to to not get, or to get divorced. Right. Is kind of what she's mm-hmm. saying, which is kind of like if you get divorced, therefore you are immature. Uh, or you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you stay in the marriage, that you are somehow more um, evolved. That seems to be the the takeaway. Now, in any other conversation with any other group of people, like you and your friends sitting down talking about relationships, this would there's nothing controversial about that, right? Like if you feel like for you, marriage or uh, if you're in a marriage and you feel like divorce is not an option, and what that practically probably means is that you, um, you know, are willing to work on whatever is going on in your marriage without having to get divorced. Like that seems totally normal and pretty typical, right? Mm-hmm. A normal conversation. Mm-hmm. But when it's presented through Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, and specifically Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Diaries, or whatever it's called, on Facebook, there's always just this like thinly veiled judgment in the presentation. And I say that because listen to the way she talks about or talked about her perspective it's all about her in a way it's not about like when you and i would talk about things like that we would say we would just speak generally Mm -hmm. right she never presents anything generally it's always like i am not this or i am not that and there's just this level of judgment that always comes across in the way she speaks so it's interesting because the piece that we played yesterday was specifically will smith talking about their marriage and their um a time in their marriage where he realized that the two of them were not necessarily seeing eye to eye about where their relationship was going and that in that time they both realized that they were not willing to entertain divorce and then what happened as a result of that okay and I was like, huh, I'm here for this conversation. I would like to hear more of that. So that was what we listened to yesterday. Was it was this discussion from his perspective? And I wanted to hear more of it. Interestingly, when we heard that piece from her perspective, 
I don't want to hear more of it for that exact reason, Bradley, because in what she just said, there was judgment of how other people do it, even though she was talking about herself. Yeah, the way yeah the way, the she, way she, frames, she presents it, the way she frames a conversation is really truly to just say like, I am I'm too evolved to get divorced. Yeah. I just can't. I don't know what that means. And if I like, uh, what I'm saying is, I as a person, not that I am a superstar celebrity, uh, the likes of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, I would couch my conversation in terms of. You know, um, I just wouldn't frame things that way. Mm-hmm. I would say, I think it's important to stay in your relationship and work on what you have and try to avoid those things at all costs. Understanding that if you make a blanket statement like divorce is just not an option for me. Sure, you're speaking your truth, but like the way you're presenting that just comes across as to those listening. You know, it's so it's it's perhaps style. You know, Mm -hmm. more than substance, because, again, with the substance of what she's saying, I think what she's saying is she finds it to be more complicated um, and therefore more worthy to perhaps work on the issues within your marriage, Um, you know, and to each his her own. You can define things however you want. It's just that presentation. It's in the presentation. Yeah. All issues with her that just comes across as like, I have figured it out. And there's just no there's a lack of awareness of like, you know her own celebrity. I'm starting to think I accept it more from, or that I get that more from her yeah. than I do from him. Yeah. Huh. All right. Coming up next, we've got Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a, my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Nice Hello. to be with you. And also with you. Not always that I talk about a former Minnesota governor in the old dirt alert, but tis the season. Jesse Ventura. Oh, man. Oh, the yeah. gift that keeps on giving. He's the top story on TMZ today. He certainly Why? is. Um, because he is testifying in a federal case. This is very interesting. He appeared in an Orange County courtroom today testifying on behalf of of the Mongols Motorcycle Club, which is based in Southern California. He is an inactive member of this motorcycle club. He was called in as an expert witness for gang members who were accused of murder, drug running, robbery, extortion, and other crimes. Wow. Uh, Jesse was under oath, and he said that when he was an active member of the Mongols Motorcycle Club, he never engaged in. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In any criminal activity and also testify that he was never asked to commit any crimes hmm. and never did commit any crimes. And he praised this motorcycle club saying that joining the group in the 70s helped him transition from the military because, of course, he was a Navy SEAL mm-hmm. back into civilian life and helped him have um, a, a brotherhood to rely on. That's he so left for the club in uh, 1974 to pursue his wrestling career. And um, in case you were wondering, TMZ did talk to uh, Jesse Ventura on Tuesday, and he said he is seriously thinking about running for president in 2020 against oh President Trump. I well, that would that. be some fireworks. <laughs> Can you even imagine? I'm trying not to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> just imagine. Just so, um, the personalities. Yeah. Because well, mean, you have two is... individuals who are of equal stature in their ability to say outrageous things. Yes. So yes, and a real distaste for the media, and yeah. uh, 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 it would be, it would be a fascinating matchup. It would be and, incredible. And I don't know that you could pick who is actually more of a conspiracy theorist. Because well, literally, yeah. he's got a, a series about it. Yeah, Jesse Ventura is, is a total conspiracy theorist. And he's just such an feed. intriguing person because when, it, you know, I've interviewed him several times mm-hmm. and um, and post Did you governor. interview him when he, when he was governor? When he was after? governor, I was interning at uh, another TV station here. And I remember going to like little mini press conferences that he would go to and or that he would be at and having to get sound and bring it back. So that, you know, I was young then. Yeah. Um, and then interviewing him on Twin Cities Live. The thing about him is that he is so, he is very convincing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the the amazing thing about him is that when he's speaking to you and telling you what he thinks, you find yourself going, well, yeah, that really makes sense. Well, yeah, that really makes sense because he is, this is the power of persuasion mm-hmm. and persuasive politicians, mm-hmm. which is when people go, how did he get elected? It's because absolutely. I mean, when you have conversations with him, you can totally yeah. see it. It's really intriguing. That would be fascinating. Anywho, Jesse Ventura in the dirt alert. Listen, I don't make it up. I just bring it you to you. You just bring it. You just bring the dirt. Is Leonardo DiCaprio ready to settle down? With Jennifer Aniston? No, but... That Jen- was the rumor. <laughs> the story is that Leonardo DiCaprio is ready to settle down with Camilla Morone. Um, and everyone is saying that marriage could be soon for them, that they are very, very serious. She's 22 years younger than him. I will believe it when I see it. Odd that she's a model. I know that doesn't oh, seem wow. like his type. No, but- he doesn't usually get with models. Shocker. Uh, but that he is ready to have kids. You know, at some point he'll probably pull a George Clooney and he'll find someone to settle down with. I would be surprised if it's a model that he ends up with because that has been his type all along. In the meantime, Jennifer Aniston is very happy after her divorce. Thanks for asking. And she's just doing fine. That's what yeah. Us Weekly is reporting. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I can't wait till she's like 72 and they're like, well, Jennifer Aniston never have children. Oh, yeah. Poor Jennifer Aniston. I know. Poor still. Poor Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> uh, Madonna lost her nearly three-year legal battle against her Manhattan co-op over a rule that requires her to be physically present in the place that she owns when any of her family members or staff are there. 
you know, wait, they, what? I don't know this story. It's um, she sued her home, the board yeah. and the co-op uh-huh. after the board changed the building rules to say that her children and her servants can't live in the unit unless she herself is in residence. Wow. And so, you know, it's a big deal. These Manhattan co-ops, you guys, yeah. I mean, you, it's a real a situation. Other- you think that you're like little um, lawn care and shingle restrictions. <laughs> the shingle restrictions. You don't even know. You don't even know. Thank you, Elizabeth <laughs> Reese, for that delicious dirt. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. seconds. Five questions. Get them all right. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Brenda on the line. And Bradley, what is Brenda playing for? Brenda's playing for a MyTalk 1071 prize pack. Yay. All right, Brenda, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Blake Shelton is a judge on what competition series? The Voice. Benji is what kind of animal? Say that again. Benji is what kind of animal? Uh, dog. Who drives the mystery machine? Scooby-Doo. Uh, yep. Oscar, okay. the, Oscar the Grouch lives in what? A garbage can. Herbie the Elf in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer wants to be what when he grows up? Uh, Herbie the Elf. A, bo- a boy? No. Uh, Santa? No. What kind of uh, job does he want? Oh. Oh, Brenda. Oh, Brenda, sorry, I'm so honey. sorry that you, you did so not close. get all of those answers. Uh, let's answer the one that she did not get. Herbie wants to be? A dentist. Yes. I would not have gotten that. Really? You don't mm-hmm. remember he wanted to be a dentist? Yeah, it was on last night on TV. Oh, on CBS? Yes, it was. I did not see it. But now that we are done with that 30-second pop culture challenge, which, by the way, you can play each and every day right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230 on My Talk 1071. we like to move on and we like to solve mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with A-list singers. Now, think... I'm thinking about two A-list singers, but I think there's probably more than just the two that are the subject of this blind item from Mm. crazydaysandnights.net. But think about this. Here it is. Apparently, the rash of cancellations of A-list singers is stemming from the fact that the uppers they take to get through a tour have been contaminated with something that is giving them awful infections in their throats and lungs. Oh. One thing it has shown is who is getting their questionably legal drugs from the same source. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Well, I've been around the last few days. Are, are, are these been recent announcements? Uh yes. Now, the, the one person in particular has been canceling shows. I would say for the past month, and then when I did a little research, there was one very notable person who canceled a show abruptly, but last night or the night before. Um, male or female? Do we know? Both male. Oh wow. And I am not, I'm like so not up on these. Um, and I don't even, I think, was Sean Mendez on tour? Is he one of them? It's not Sean Mendez. But am I in the right ballpark? 
No. No? <laughs> no, you're like not. Like a Drake experience? No, not oh, a Drake okay. experience, but that's a good guess. I think he's canceling shows for other reasons, but I'm sure you could lump, lump Drake into this because he canceled on his XL Energy Center gig twice, and then it was oh, ultimately right. just canceled. Mm. Now, it's Bradley. I'm going to say that one of these people is your favorite. Uh, your favorite. And I say that sarcastically. Oh, and it's a male who's my favorite. Yeah. Elton John. Oh, my God. Elton John is doing the drugs. Elton John abruptly cancels show 20 minutes after it was meant to start. Whoa. Due to an ear infection. Hmm. All connected to your throat and your lungs as Mm, well. Interesting. The other name, Justin Timberlake, he's been canceling lots of shows recently because of throat infections, Hmm. miscellaneous illnesses. You know, I imagine that like there's a lot more drug use than we realize probably going on because think about what it really does take for a performer to like do that day in and day out, day after day after day without the aid of anything other than like, oh, I'm just going to do a little yoga and a hot bath. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Maybe honestly. A pep in the step. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine. You know, don't you remember too that um, it was Pink that had a really long stretch of having to cancel shows like one after the next after the next yes so she could also also be i mean i I almost feel like in the last couple years we've seen more and more of of this happening than we have in in recent memory right yeah Yeah. hmm Hmm. interesting interesting moving on Now, our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a three-named actor. A three-named actor who will always be associated with an A-plus list creation. Okay. So think about this person while I read you this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This three-named actor who will always be associated with an A-plus list creation of his was featured in an article for a monthly magazine. The reporter wanted to call it Ego, Ego, Ego... But the editor and powers that be killed that idea and made it into a puff piece rather than what it started out as. Huh. Three named actor who will always be associated with an A plus creation. Yes. A plus creation makes me feel like it's. Uh, oh, is that like a Meghan Markle? No. No, those are two names. But the A list creation, the A plus list creation, isn't three names, is it? Uh, no, the person who made the A plus list creation, and it is true, this person will always be associated with, with this piece of work that they created. And is it is the piece of work? Is it like a movie? No. Okay. Is that a person? No. Oh, okay. I was thinking they like were responsible for somebody's career. Mm. For, oh, or A plus list creation. Them. Yes. Very oh, popular. A phenomenon, if you will. Oh, kind of like a event? Sure. It's something that one goes to oh. and witnesses. You oh. watch it. Oh, so many. You go to and you witness it and you watch it. Yes, it is performed in front of you. Mm. A musical? Yes. Oh, so Hamilton? Yes. Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yes. Interesting. Tell us more. Yes, Lin-Manuel Miranda, currently on the cover of Vanity Fair magazine. Here's your blind item. Lin-Manuel Miranda, 
was featured in an article for Vanity Fair. The reporter wanted to call the article Ego, 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 but the editor and powers that be killed that idea and made it into a puff piece rather than what it started I mean, that would as. be rather shocking if they had a big puff or a big piece on Lin-Manuel Miranda that was called Ego, 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 because everybody loves him Yeah, now. I don't know that that would go over very well at this yeah. juncture. Yeah, Disney might be a little salty about that. Yeah, also, I mean, I guess... Does anybody not think that people who have created amazing works that are very much celebrated, does anybody think that they don't have huge egos? Well, yes. And I think it's also part and parcel of the same thing. So I think that, you know, there are probably a lot of very talented and creative people. Once your progeny, or in this case, Hamilton, something like it becomes super spectacular that you know, does a certain thing to a person's ego that he is probably not immune from. Right. I mean, it's sort of like, it's like a cycle, right? Like, I think you have to have a certain amount of ego in order to create something like that. And then once it becomes what it is, then the ego sort of feeds on itself. I'm not surprised by that. A a story does not need to be written on that. No. All right. Moving on. Okay. This next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Think about a real estate listing. Mm. A real estate listing, the subject of this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Now, you can think about the previous owner of the real estate listing as well. Here's your blind item. What is not mentioned in the real estate listing, but an inspection found before a buyer backed out during escrow, is that this house and property has nearly 1,000 cameras installed by its previous owner. It also has several rooms which have reinforced doors which are being touted as part of a panic room type thing. Nope. They are meant to keep people in rather than keeping people out. Hmm. What the heck? Now, this property has not really made headlines in the past couple of years, but doing a little digging, I absolutely know you guys know what this is. Okay. And you know the previous owner, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Have we been talking about it? Not really. Not really? Okay. No. Okay. Um, so this is a giant house that somebody think property property. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so uh, like, a, is it an island? No. Oh, okay. is it a like a business property? Uh, no. Although the person who used to own it probably did conduct business. On, on it the, on, on the, the property, property. Mm-hmm. but also lived there also lived there okay also spent oh. leisure time oh. there duh hugh hefner uh what's it called uh, no oh, not yeah. the playboy mansion no Which because is, oh and the, I, the reason i asked her if we'd been talking about it is because we have been talking a lot about the playboy mansion which i should fill you in on uh in in a in a little bit mm-hmm. now this property Really hasn't been making headlines. Now, a couple people did say the Playboy Mansion, but that doesn't really work out. Now, think about a really famous property that a celebrity used to own, and we all know the name of this property. Is it in Minnesota? No. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I was just throwing it out there. No, it's not in Minnesota. Okay. But it's equally as famous as the property in Minnesota. Like, we all know the name of this. Oh, oh, oh. Graceland? No. Oh. Now, think about... Now, this is... It's still for sale. It The person is no longer in this dimension who used to own this mm-hmm. property. 
I'm really, we're working. Okay, give us, narrow us down. It's in California. Okay, it's a California property. Yes, it's a California property, Southern California property. It was very fantastical. Mm. Not only was it a residence, but it was an amusement park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Neverland. It was, uh, yeah, Neverland. Yeah, thank you, Neverland Ranch. Oh, you, is she known? Okay, read the thing. (laughs) Here's a line item again. Not confirmed. We're just speculating here. What is not mentioned in the real estate listing, but an inspection found before a buyer backed out during escrow is that Neverland Ranch has nearly 1,000 cameras installed by Michael Jackson. It also has several rooms which have reinforced doors, which are now being touted as part of a panic room type thing. Nope. They are meant to keep people in rather than keeping people out. Now, a couple years ago, Neverland Ranch was on the market. Then it was taken off the market for a couple of years, then put back on Mm -hmm. the market for a significantly less amount of money. Mm -hmm. That being said, okay, maybe somebody was going to be buying the property Mm -hmm. and they decided not to go through with the purchase. Yikes. That's so gross. All right. Um... Just gossip. Just gossip here. All right. Uh, When we come back, I'm just going to tiptoe away. When we come back, uh, we've got a little Chonus bonus. Chonus, that is the union that is now taking place as we speak. It's underway. It is underway between Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. We've got updates after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Well, we've been paying close attention to what we believe is a very fake relationship. Uh, the relationship between Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Uh, and we've noticed that the Jonas, as we call them, news has sort of petered out a little bit, but it's back. And there's a very specific reason why. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, why is the Cho News back? Uh, the Chonus bonus for today is that their wedding is actually underway. In fact, it began because we know that uh, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's wedding, which is taking place in India, will be a several-day affair. Well, the rumor was the wedding would be on the 2nd of December. Well, that's just a few days away. That's actually Sunday, our time. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> uh, because I said it will take several days, today is the first of the days, at least according to the coverage in India. So today, it turns out, there are photographs of Priyanka and Nick uh, kicking off their wedding with a puja. I don't know what a puja is, or I did not until I saw this story. And I see the photographs of these very, very wealthy people getting in and out of very, very fancy cars. Uh, and this is, I believe, at Priyanka's old residence. Um, and the paparazzis were there. Shocker! Because I'm mm-hmm. sure they were given a ample, heads up. Ample okay. warning. Yeah. So And um, coordinates. And yeah. a very prime parking spot. And probably like some nibbles. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so um, let me just pull this up here. I was looking at the photos of them, which are delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I looked up the different ceremonies. Because remember I said it's going to take several days. Now, the other thing you should know is that the culmination of this, presumably is on the 2nd of December, mm-hmm. this coming Sunday, will um, be a, a traditional Hindu ceremony and then a traditional Christian ceremony to honor both of their traditions. Um, but the the Indian side of things, there's so many different levels and layers. And today's is called a puja. Mm-hmm. Now, a puja, I think, is just a prayer. And it's a it's a tradition, as I read on the internets, because I am not an expert on all things Indian weddings. Feel free, though, if you are like an expert on Indian weddings, to call us. 
because over the next few days we could use your expertise. So the um, the puja is performed by Hindu families. I'm reading now from marriage.com. Um, the puja is a is performed mainly for good luck as Lord Ganesh is believed to be the destroyers of obstacles and evils. The ceremony prepares the couple for a new beginning. A traditional Hindu wedding is is incomplete without the Ganesh puja. So that is um, presumably what is taking place today. Um, at least that's the Indian coverage of the event is that today was the wedding puja. All right. So the, c- happy. Congratulations c- to the happy couple. Their congrats. wedding has begun. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now, I, I I did some digging also to see what kind of new things I could find out about what was going on in the lives of Priyanka Chopra and uh, Nick Jonas in advance of the wedding. And I, too, found a story. Um, and this particular story, Bradley, was about how Priyanka Chopra keeps her um, beautiful figure in shape. Oh, that's um, hard to do, I'm sure. And actually... Stress, especially with all the stress of a wedding. Right. It, well, here's the headline. And that's not even the part that I, I'm most excited about. But the headline was, Weekend Weight Loss Tips, Priyanka Chopra's Diet Workout Regime and Her Secret Formula for Flat Abs and Toned Body. Oh, I'd like that because I ate a lot over the last few days. Well, she does have some... I don't know. I don't even really... I didn't even get through the entire article because I stopped short at one very important part. Okay. Let me just read you one sentence. It's one paragraph in, and this is why I had to stop. Perhaps Priyanka Chopra, a.k.a. Piggy Chop's gorgeous look. (laughs) What? Excuse me, what? I was like, record scratch. Piggy Chop. Apparently, that's her nickname. Piggy Chop. How have we gotten this far in our coverage of Priyanka Chopra and not once learned that her nickname is Piggy Chop's? Who Priyanka, calls her Piggy Chops? Apparently, she has been called Piggy Chops for quite some time. Oh. Like since 2005. Piggy Chops was the name given to her back in 2005 by Abhishek Bachchan while shooting Bluff Master. Yes. He tried his hand, I'm singing and rapping with that movie, and while rapping it came up. Apparently... This has been, how is it that 13 years after she was given the moniker Piggy Chops, <laughs> we are just now. That's kind of delightful. We are just now coming upon this. Also, I'm assuming it's a play on the name, right? Priyanka Chopra, Piggy Chops. Maybe like not, it comes from I a song. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Yes, right. Please. So the song is for called. Roll that beautiful Piggy Chops. Right. Yes. Listen, listen carefully. <laughs> Big Pops and Piggy Chops. Piggy Chops. Oh, that's delightful. My word. So from now on, should we ever slip up and uh, refer to her They're as gonna be like, don't call Piggy her that. Chops. That's not nice. No, that's it's, her nickname. It's not a fat thing. No, right? it Piggy certainly Chops, isn't. That's what I first thought when you said it. Like, well, well, she's kind of chunky. And don't think it was it wasn't lost on me. The fact that I was reading an article about her about her amazing flat abs and toned body. And I'm reading that her nickname is Piggy Chops. I thought this is weird. Just um, like any other Punjabi cootie, Piggy Chops is said to be a foodie who loves eating. I mean, Piggy <laughs> Chops. We piggy should have chops. been calling her Piggy Chops this whole time. I know. I, it's like, I felt like you needed to know. I appreciate that.
And we shall now use that. You're welcome. Henceforth. I've been sitting on these piggy chops You've for a while. You've been sitting on piggy chops? <laughs> I have been I'm sitting sorry. Since you got home. I've been waiting for you to get home so I could tell you about piggy chops. All right, when we come back, I've also been waiting for you to get home so I can tell you about something that you've inspired, Bradley. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, something that you've inspired in my life. I'll tell you what it is after this on my Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.